Congratulations. It's the Breakfast Club 10-year anniversary. 10 years. 10 years at a breakfast club. Doing your thing. Doing what you do. And being honest with it. You had a job for 10 years. Everything's Gucci over there. Hold up, hold up. Damn. Damn, y'all getting old. Y'all been holding it down for 10 years. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Man, y'all been together longer than some people have been married. I'm proud of y'all. The voice of the culture. Peace, love, and uh, let's go to 20. Congratulations. Damn it, man! It's the tenth anniversary. We couldn't get Angelie on the phone. Charlemagne was popping. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yeah, it's officially ten years we've been up here doing this Breakfast Club ting. Yeah, the actual um yesterday was ten years actually. December sixth. Yep. You know, but um. Ten years. Ten years is a long time. Ten years is a long time to be doing anything. Yeah. You know, usually if you've been around ten years, like imagine you was in school for ten years. Yeah. We were in school for ten years. No, man, I'm years. talking about college, fool. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. What the hell are you talking about? It's confusing. I was like, I, I know. Confusing. If like, you was in college for ten years, they'd be like, uh. I know you didn't go to college at all, but I've been, I've been to school for ten years. I, hey, by the way, I didn't go to college. <laughs> Drop on the clues bombs for not going to college and still being a national syndicated go. radio host after ten years. All right. right. Okay. The hell you college people talking about? <laughs> okay, I can have a, I can make a big uh, argument about college being overrated, but I won't. Don't you do it? No, I'm not. Cause <laughs> don't you do it? Because you know I don't want to do that. I'm special, so I don't want nobody else out there to think <laughs> that. I don't want anybody else out there to think they're special as me. I'm special. All right, you just don't have what I have. Sorry. Yes. All right. <laughs> but we've been on this radio ten years. That's right. And what a journey. I mean, you you've seen pretty much every. Uh, I want to say... Every what? What are you trying to say? We evolved. You've seen us at our lowest. You've seen us at our highest. You've seen us when things were good, when things were bad. I mean, you've seen every aspect of the Breakfast Club, which I think is pretty well, dope. I think that's what that's what keeps us around for 10 years. What keeps us around for 10 years is the transparency. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. That's all. Simple as that. Well, all morning long, we're going to be playing clips from uh, the last 10 years, uh, a lot of the, the, the great stuff, the bad stuff, everything. The, what, what, what made I this show? I ain't playing none of the bad stuff now. Y'all out y'all goddamn mind, okay? Y'all ain't about to cancel us retroactively, <laughs> all right? <laughs> we picked and choose the bad stuff we're going to be talking about. <laughs> but, I mean, that's not bad. The stuff that we air, okay? I don't think nothing was bad. I nothing think everything's part bad. of the process. Yes. I don't believe in so-called good. I don't believe in so-called bad. I think everything is just part of a process. That's right. And that's all. We've been just, This Breakfast Club thing has been a process over the past 10 years. Uh, but we're going right. to be doing that all week, though. All week long, mm-hmm. we're going to be, you know, uh, flashing back and playing stuff over the past 10, 10 years. That's right. Because, you know, no need to put it all in one day. Yeah, absolutely. And this is our last week before the holiday Vacation. break. That's right. Yeah. yeah that After is this right. week, I'm done. And Lord, I need it. Boy, everybody going through something. What you mean? My God, just every everybody got some type of issues going on. And you know, it's good when people reach out to you and want to talk about the things that they got going on in their life. But did they ever stop to think that you may be having stuff going on too? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what? This is uh, I ain't gonna front. This is the time when I just buckle down and just all about family, man. This is I mean, all about family. I'm like, I'm like that all I, the time, I but I get lie. what you I get what you're saying. But I ain't gonna lie. Like you know, it, it's I got five kids. I got my mama, my daddy. I got a big family to to, to make sure they are happy but for Christmas. But that's the thing. Even in your family, not not you know not your kids or anything like, but just just your family, right? You might have mm-hmm. brothers and sisters and cousins. Everybody's 
going through something. Correct. So when you reach out to somebody and you dump your problems on their doorstep and you got things that you want to express, mm -hmm. just keep in mind that that person may be going through some things. They may have too. some problems too. I get, I get what you're saying. That's I get what you're saying. It. That's it. And shout out to everybody that checked out Behind Every Man, the show on OWN. Uh, wow. It was the season finale. She had a good time this weekend. It's stupid. <laughs> now, if you don't know, Behind Every uh, Man, uh, they talk about the women in uh, the celebrity's life. So they did Usher's mom. They did Neo's wife. They did Wyclef Jean's wife. They did Kirk Franklin's wife. And they did my wife, Gia. Well, they just tell her story, where you know, how we met you know, what she did, how, you know, what part she plays in my life and, and how she supports. And it, it was a great, great show. So yeah, I saw, um, that checked out. I saw, I saw a Gail King post mm -hmm. about Gia. Yeah, Gail King posted, uh, she's seen the show and, and Gia was very strong and I'm a lucky man. And I agree. I am a very lucky man. Absolutely. You're blessed. I am blessed. I don't believe in luck. I believe in being blessed. You're blessed. But I'm lucky. You're I'm blessed. blessed. God bless I'm you. all of the above. Whatever you want to call it. But the the best thing that God blessed you with is the awareness to open up your goddamn eyes and realize how good you got. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's why, you know, I tell my story so much of, of, of all the, uh, the F-boy-ish I've done early on because... I almost ruined this thing. I almost lost this thing. So the fact that I don't want you guys to make the same mistakes that I did, you That's know, right. with insecurities. And, and Charlamagne and I always talk about, you know, our indiscretions and, and some of the F-boy-ish we did and, and how we changed and evolved and how we want to make, you know, things better and, and tell you what we did so you know it's not cool. You know oh, it's not right. okay. You know? All the more reason for you to stop flirting with me on this radio. <laughs> Respect your goddamn wife. <laughs> Okay? No, right. no, no, no. You flirt Respect with me wife on this radio. And stop flirting with me you on this radio You stop flirting with me. Morning, you right? stop flirting with me. I will not be doing this. I'm not doing okay? this. I'm not Anymore. doing this. All right? All right. But it's, it's all a setup for the book. The book we actually wrote during the pandemic, so I'm excited for you, you guys to get that next year. All right. Truth indeed. All right. Now, let's start the show. Angela Yee. Yeah. She doesn't want to join us for 10 years. She's had enough. <laughs> she so, had enough. It's she's over. tapped out. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> front, play, front page news is next. You know we're going to be talking about COVID, right? Are we talking about Donald Trump, too? Rudy Giuliani? All that? All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 10 years! Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, let's start off with sports. Dolphins beat the Bengals. Raiders beat the Jets. Jets should have won that one. But poor Jets. Colts the Jets should have won. Yes, they were when up. When with, the last time you put that in the sentence. Bro, they were up with like three seconds left. I saw that. My goodness. All right, Detroit Lions beat the Bears. The Vikings beat the Jaguars. New Orleans Saints beat the Falcons. The Rams beat the Cardinals. The Giants beat the Seahawks 17-12. We're still number one. I just want to oh, throw the, that the, out there. The Seahawks really beat themselves. Nope. Whatever. <laughs> no, no, no. They, 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 they did. Russell our Wilson team played had a terrible good. game. No, our team played pretty good. Russell Wilson had a terrible game. Our defense was on, on his man. ass. That's Come why on, he had man. a terrible game. He was overthrowing and underthrowing receivers. Because he had he, all that pressure on him. He fumbled a snap that the Giants recovered. He, pressure, pressure. An intentional grounding penalty. Through his first interception in three games. Pressure, that pressure. Come on, man. Got sacked five times. Them Giants. Put that pressure on him. Come on, man. All right, the uh, Packers beat the Eagles. Patriots beat the Chargers. Chiefs beat the Broncos. Uh, tonight, the Washington football team will take on the Steelers. Buffalo Bills take on uh, 49ers. And Tuesday night, the Cowboys take on the Ravens. Yeah, you, you with us? Damn it, man, she's not with us. All right, now they're saying COVID-19 could cause uh, ED, erectile dysfunction. Really? Yeah, that's what they're saying out there. So they're saying if you get COVID, you might not be able to get your heart. I mean, it's not like you need it. When you got COVID, you got a social distance. You can't be penetrating nobody when you got COVID. That is Yeah, so what's the point? True. They could have kept that one to themselves. Yeah, they definitely could have kept Who that cares? one. Who cares? Also, if you want to uh, 
go to Hawaii right now. If you want to be a remote worker, if your business or your company is allowing you to work remotely, Hawaii is offering free round-trip tickets to Hawaii so you can work from there. What's the catch? There is no catch. I mean, work what, though? Like, why? Like, why do they want people just to come work there? Work there and do what? Like, do they have a specific job or is it your job? No, meaning your job. Meaning if you can work remotely, like how some people are working from the crib, they're saying if you want to move to Hawaii, they'll pay for a round-trip ticket so you can move to Hawaii and work there remotely. It's got to be more to this story. Mm -hmm. Why? Helps the economy. Oh, yeah, helps the economy out in Hawaii. You're spending money when you're out there. Oh, so they, that's for tourism. That's to increase tourism? No, they want you to move out there because I guess, no, there is no tourism. Nobody's traveling, so they're trying to attract more and more people to come to Hawaii. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. And also, Rudy Giuliani, it seems like he has... Erectile COVID- dysfunction. No. Yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> From now on, when you got COVID-19, you got erectile dysfunction. <laughs> yes, he has COVID-19. He said he's in the hospital, but he's feeling good. Donald Trump uh, tweeted, Rudy Giuliani, by far the greatest mayor in New York history and who has been working... And exposing the most corrupt election by far in history of the U.S. has tested positive for the China virus. Get better soon, Rudy. We will carry on. No, well, congratulations. He earned it. My God, yeah, he, <laughs> he absolutely he, earned he it. Definitely Rudy earned it. Giuliani earned COVID nineteen. All right, you out here with no mask on, you shaking hands, you know, telling people to take your mask off because I can't hear you. You out here shaking hands and kissing adult babies. As in other people in the Trump administration, yes, you you earned that COVID. All right. Congratulations. Well, that is front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Congratulations. Congratulations on celebrating 10 years. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling. I'm call, calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The <laughs> Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's going on, Evie? Good boy, Charlotte Bay. Rick. Rick, Rick what King. up, bro? Good Angela. What's good, man? What's yo, up with I want to give a... Yo, I'm driving back from Florida right now. I'm driving all the... I had the death of my family, and, um... I had to come out here for the um, funeral arrangements and stuff, so I'm taking my time to get back right now. Damn, um, sorry to hear that, King. Uh, yeah, man. I just want to give a shout-out to my family members who have been so strong over the last couple of days. My cousin Hope, my cousin Tizzy, my cousin Gabby, my aunt Jennifer. Damn, man, it's been, a, it's been a hard weekend, but, you know, we're getting through it, and I just want to say shout-out to everybody, man. But I didn't call to, like, make fun of Giuliani for a little bit, but... I mean, the irony of, of him catching COVID right now is is, is, is comical. And I don't know. I really kind of hope that like, he gets super sick and then, like, recovers so we can laugh at him some more. But Well, Rick, I'm going to be honest with know, you. Uh, I'm not going to laugh at nobody catching COVID. That's number one. But number two, I don't think it's irony at all. I think he earned it. I, I, yeah. I, think, I think he went out of his way to get it. <laughs> he was, doing, every, he was doing, doing everything he was not supposed to do. That's right. Yeah, pretty much. That's right. Yeah, man. But thank you but for calling, that's man. That's Feel that's better, that's brother. It's, 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 uh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Quick comma. I love you guys. Peace, love King. Love you back, bro. Love, bro. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's up, Envious Mellow? How y'all feeling? Mellow, what's popping? What's going on? Yeah. Mellow, your phone is trash, Your phone Mello. is garbage. Your phone has been garbage for at least seven of the ten years that we've been here on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Your garbage. Hey, good morning, good morning. This is Jay from Brooklyn. Jay, Jay from what up? Brooklyn, chest, what's happening, bro? King? It was good, it was good. I just want to say congratulations to you guys on 10 years strong. I'm here. Thank you, brother. Oh, thank you, brother. 
One of my favorite moments was uh, the Ray J call. Classic. That was a classic call. Yeah, before IHA Radio, you had to get an app on the iPhone just to be able to hear you guys. You're a liar. You're a liar. You've always been a liar. You've always been iHeart Radio, sir. I guess he means the app. From, from day one, app we now. had the IR radio app. First day on the air. Yes. First day on the air, we had the iHeart radio app. Well, I Absolutely. guess you're a liar. You're a liar. You always be a liar. Well, it wasn't free. Yes, it was. <laughs> it's always been free. It's always been free it's now. Free now. I'm telling you. It was, a, it was an FM app on an iPhone. Boy, only, only a black person will tell you what's going on in your house. I'm oh telling goodness. you. My goodness. I know what goes on in your house. From day one, the iHeartRadio app has been free. From day one, when we started December 6, 2010, we had the iHeartRadio app. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Cassandra. Hey, Cassandra. Why are you upset? What's the matter? Get it off your chest. I have been working COVID since March. From March... July. You've had COVID from March to July? No, I'm a nurse. I work with COVID patients from March to July. For some reason, this time, I'm positive COVID. Oh, you tested positive for COVID. I'm sorry to hear that. I've always worn masks when I see my patients. I sanitize. I do everything right. I don't know how I ended up with COVID. My goodness. How are you feeling? I feel fine. I had a fever that I couldn't break, and I thought it was weird because I get sick. So I went and did a rapid test and it came back positive. Damn. You got a lot of symptoms now? No. All I have is a fever I cannot break. That's it. Nothing else. Well, listen, I'm wishing wishing you the best. I'm sending you some healing energy, you know? And 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 like I told, I said earlier, like sometimes it's not about good or bad. It's just part of the process. You know, you you did everything you were supposed to do not to get it and you still got it. So it is what it is. And then I got it. You're right. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, Mama. Just well, quarantine for for the for the ten to fourteen days, and hopefully everything is okay. We'll pray for you. All right. Thank you so much, my love. You have a good one. Bye. Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey man, you already know what time it is. Your boy DC on fly, man. Hey man, salute to the Breakfast Club for their tenth year anniversary, man. Hey Charlamagne, you need to get some new skin, man. You got candle wax skin, man. You tired of this? The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's Keith. Keith, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. All right, man. Yo, uh, first of all, yo, happy uh, 10-year anniversary to you guys. I've literally been listening to you guys for the whole 10 years, so congratulations for that. Thank, Thank you, you, King. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, I got a bone to pick with this guy, DJ Envy, man, because this is the second year in a row, bro. You skipped Jigga What, Jigga Who on Jay-Z's birthday on Hove Day. Bro, there's 50 million songs I could play. Crazy thirsty. I've never been so thirsty before. What's wrong with your title? You ain't got title? You could have no, you, you listened to your favorite. You could have listened to Jay Z all day, but I'm just saying, like, you were supposed to be a whole fan. You're supposed to get all the mixes. And then you talk about some, oh, tell us what your favorite song is. And didn't even play uh, the song I wanted to play. You want to hear it today? I'm going to play it today. I'm going to start the mix off with. You know what? I'm, I've been listening the whole 10 years, so I ain't even about to entertain that. <laughs> so now, you know that's going to be So now you don't want me to play Jigga What, Jigga Who? I was going to play. Oh, wait, yo, Charlamagne, Charlamagne, I got a bone to pick with you too, man. Well, you're picking a, pick you pick a lot of bones this morning. You got a big bone, good. Uh, no, all right, I'm, all, I'm picking bones all over. But, yo, uh, is, is is this is a serious question, though. Is black media and black personalities and publications afraid of Candace Owens? Why do you mean by that? 
Well, I just feel like people are afraid to engage Candace Owens. Uh, you know, I, I follow Candace Owens, but I'm also a big fan of The Breakfast Club. I would like to see her on 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 something like The Breakfast Club. I feel like black media are afraid of her, or you know, they they got this narrative where they spin around like, oh, you know, she's not worth the time of day or something, or you know, but she's be, she be making a lot of sense. Um, so I, I know mean, y'all afraid to engage her. No, 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 not not at all. I, Candace. Put, should have been on the Breakfast Club before. I mean, it just hasn't happened yet. You know what I mean? That's all. What about any... I would pay good money to see Tamika Mallory or an AR-15 debate her. I would pay um, good money well, they, well, they had a revolt. They had a revolt music panel last year, I think it was. I saw it. I saw yeah, it. Yeah, Tamika yeah, see, and was that. on there. It was trash. <laughs> yeah. She was the only person on there, and I, I commend P. Diddy for that. But, you know, I, I want to see more of her in black media because she be making a lot of sense... And I feel like people, uh, black media is ignoring her purposely. I don't think you can ignore Candace Owens. I was literally just talking about Candace on the radio Friday. I don't think you can ignore her. No, I, I did. I did. That's what that's what made me speak on it. Because oh, okay. it, it, some, somehow when you say certain things about her, it, it just sounds like, you know, like y'all purposely trying to ignore this girl or try to make it look like, you know, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Why are we listening to her? Like, that, you know, that kind of thing. You I don't, know, I don't, I don't agree with, I don't agree with a, a lot of the things Candace says, but I agree with her right to say it, just because I believe in freedom of speech. But thank you for calling, brother. Well, you should have. All uh, right, thank you. Hello, who's this? This is Reggie. Reggie, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Yeah, man. I just wanted to let you guys all know how blessed I am feeling today. A couple years ago, I was doing all wrong. Everything wrong, nothing right. Mm -hmm. I asked the Lord to help me, and he took me out of it. He got me into truck driving. This is G-Red, just my horn. There you go. All right. Uh, I'm just leaving. I just left Dodge City. I'm heading down to Georgia. Uh, I've been to, I've seen places that I wouldn't have never thought I could go. You know, New York, Washington, Florida, California, all the states in between. If people don't think that God will help you if you ask him, they need to come and ask me because uh, he got me out of it. And I'm feeling so blessed, and I am so, so happy. I want to say hi, everybody, down in Tucson, Arizona. And I also want to tell my mom she, she would have been 73 years today. Uh, happy birthday, mama. Damn, congratulations, Ken. Keep your head up, my brother. Absolutely, brother. Sending you positive energy, love, love, and light today, my brother. Rest Damn. in peace to your mother. Absolutely. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's I'm 10 telling you, years. People be going through it. It's our 10-year anniversary. People be going through it, man. Yeah. You really got to be cognizant of what other people are going through, man. I'm telling you. Absolutely. Well, we got rumors on the way, Yee. Yes, let's talk about Tiana Taylor. Over the weekend, she retired from music, and we'll tell you her reasons why. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV ah. Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Happy Monday. Happy anniversary, too. It's our 10-year anniversary. We've been on this radio for 10, 10 years. years. Lord have mercy. Wow. All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Young Emmy. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, young M.A. was arrested in Atlanta, and that was for reckless driving that happened on Friday. So I remember at first she got arrested. Nobody knew what happened, what it was for, but turns out it was reckless driving. She was released two hours later, didn't have to pay bail, and here's what she had to say. I was speeding. I just did a quick little skirt skirt, and it was in a cut. 
But being this, they being them cuts, man. I wasn't I wasn't doing nothing too crazy. It was three in the morning. We was leaving the club. I was cruising at first, but then I had to, I was trying to go around this car, so I did a quick little <laughs> spin off real quick, and they happened to be in a cut and caught me. It just sounds so bad though when they say reckless driving. Like it made it seem like I was speed racing, man. Drop on the clues bombs from Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Sound effects because Missy Misdemeanor Elliot did something uh, in her music that black people have been doing their whole life. She just put it to a beat. What's that? We will put sound. We will turn something mm -hmm. into a sound effect so skirt, fast. Skirt. And know exactly what mm. I know exactly what she talking about. Me too. The whole time. <laughs> I did a little. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, for real. Well, Young M.A. had some more to say on live after she was released. Here's what else she had to say. Y'all always see me with a puff bar. Y'all know, y'all don't, y'all never see me smoking weed. Like, so they tried to pull that probable cause on me to search my car, search my vehicle, whatever the case. I, you know, you know, this is regular. I've been dealing with this since I was, like, before I was even famous. Like, this, this is regular in New York. They pull you over for the, the stupidest things and say, oh, such and such. And they try to use any type of probable cause, like weed. They always use that weed shit. I'm good, though. I will say, though, people that smoke a lot of weed never know they really do smell like weed. Absolutely. So even when they don't have the weed on them, it's on their clothes or it, it might be in like their it. car. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, they just, they just, they don't, they never know they actually do still smell like weed, mm -hmm. even when they don't have it on them. All right, and in other news, R&B singer Amory was arrested, and that is because... Somehow, some way, they're saying that she shot a 24-year-old male who was in the room with her in the head. This also you said who? A Marie. A Marie. And no, Anne Marie. I'm about to you say, said Marie. Like, what, a Marie. Why do fools fall in love? I said no. The author, A Marie, the homie, like for real. That was news Anne to me. Anne Marie. Y'all don't know Anne Marie? No, no. never heard of her. <laughs> don't know her. Who's that? Uh, she's a singer from Chicago, an R&B singer. She's done lip service a couple of times. She did our live show when we were in Chicago also. What's her songs? And Give us some sound effects. To, <laughs> I think she's signed to Interscope Records. So, she's like 24 years old. So, but yeah, she's she's pretty dope. What's her record? But yeah, I don't I don't know exactly what happened to her. Wham, you know, wham. like what happened in this? I don't know exactly what happened in the situation. I don't know. They said the gun was on the table and it went off by accident. I'm not sure, but she has a song called "Secret" with YK Osiris that y'all probably heard. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, but they're saying when they arrived in the hotel room, they found the victim laying on the floor inside of the hotel room with a gunshot wound to the head. Damn. And looks looks like he was conscious and breathing afterwards. So we did go to the hospital. So prayers for him. Now, Tiana Taylor is airing out Def Jam, and she said she is retiring. Here's what she had to say. I'm just tired. A bitch is tired, baby. I'm tired. Like, majority of what that post was was toward my label. Yes, I am going to feel underappreciated if I'm putting in 110% and my label is giving me, they're reciprocating 10% of that. I constantly feel alone. I constantly feel unappreciated. I constantly feel failed. You know what I'm saying? Like, because there's literally no push. Now, she had posted, you know, everybody's been posting their Spotify numbers, 162.8 million streams for 2020. And she posted, how, wow, who did that? Y'all did that. Thank you. I ain't gone front in times of feeling super underappreciated as an artist, receiving little to no real push from the machine, constantly getting the shorter end of the stick, being overlooked. I mean, the list 
is on and on. I'm retiring this chapter of my story with the comfort that I can depart with peace of mind, seeing that all the hard work and passion put in was indeed loved and supported somewhere in the world. Here's what else you had to say. And the crazy part about it is I asked Def Jam to drop me on almost 10 different occasions, straight to their face. And I can see maybe how my message could come across, but at the same time, I feel like it's a little tiny bit selfish to say, well, what about your fans? Do it for your fans. Baby, I got to do it for my mental health. That's right. I have to do it for my emotional health. I have to do it for my kids. And until right. I'm free, until I can get them to release me, yes, I want to retire. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I mean, listen, I want Tiana to know that she's loved, valued, and appreciated, and I don't want this lame-ass music industry to make her feel otherwise. Like, you can't let the behavior of others destroy your inner peace. So just because Def Jam or good music isn't doing right by her, don't let that destroy your inner peace, Tiana. And she's right, because a lot of her records haven't connected, and they should have. We made it right when the pandemic hit. It's a feel-good song. People are graduating. That should have been a record that should have took off. I don't know why that wasn't a number one record. She's had a lot. So, like you said, I mean, if she's not loving Def Jam, Def Jam doesn't want to support her, maybe they should part ways and then let her do it on her own. And by the way, I don't even know what working a record in 2020 means. I don't even know what the machine being behind a person looks like in 2020. You don't know what it means? Because it's, I'm going to tell you why. Because it seems like all these labels do is attach their names to waves that are already happening. Now, I've seen labels enhance waves that well, are already happening, do. but I haven't seen them create a wave in a minute. I haven't seen them start from scratch with a record in a long time. Bro, Roddy Rich Ballin' has been, we've been playing that record since January, uh, December 2019. Yeah, but Roddy Rich established his wave in the street a long, right. long time but ago the, on, online. But a the long, label, long time lab, ago. label is the reason that record continues and it keeps pushing and it keeps on this radio station all day long. That's old school, though. That is. Just, just, getting a re- just getting a radio station to play a record a million times a week is so old school. And Tiana Taylor didn't get well, that. Well, the game, the no, game posted to Tiana Taylor, this message is from Young Game, who met a very young, talented black girl with the biggest voice I'd ever heard in my life on a cold night in New York City. I don't remember how many years ago. The first time I heard you sing, I knew what you were, and I also knew it was only a matter of time before you were a superstar. He goes on to talk about her signing to Pharrell and knowing how badly she wanted the world to hear her voice, writing day in and day out. He talks about Kanye West when she signed there. He goes on to talk about her meeting Iman Shumpert, starting a family, and... You know, he said, undeniably, you, a body of work that was clearly the best R&B album of the year. He's talking about the album. He said it was a classic. He said, your gift is so appreciated. And, and what's wild is Tiana is a star in every sense of the word. Acting, music, dancing. Like, Tiana's had a great, 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 great career. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about, ye? Uh, yes, we are, of course, going to talk about, uh, what do you think? Coronavirus. We got to give you some more updates on what's going on with uh, coronavirus. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, in front page news, we'll start off with sports. The Dolphins beat the Bengals 19-7. The Raiders beat the Jets 31-28. Colts beat the Texans. Browns beat the Titans. Detroit Lions beat the Bears. Vikings beat the Jaguars in overtime. Saints beat the Falcons. Rams beat the Cardinals. The Giants, we're still number one in our division, by the way. We beat the Seahawks 17-12. Patriots beat the Chargers. Packers beat the Eagles. Chiefs beat the Broncos. Now, tonight, the uh, Washington football team takes on the Steelers, and the Bills take on the 49ers, and Charlemagne's bum-ass Cowboys play on Tuesday. I don't see the point of you having to call them bum-ass Cowboys. You're right. Everybody knows they bum-ass. I hope that uh, the Cowboy community 
um, cancels your ass today. <laughs> I'm talking about the real cowboys, the ones that wear hats and boots. I hope they misconstrue what you said. And and he called us a bunch of bums. I'm talking about the We don't want him on in Texas no more. Dallas Cowboy football team. What voice was that? I don't know what voice that was. The voice of a cowboy. All right. What else we got, you? <laughs> Well, this was an unfortunate incident that happened, really tragic, and I want to give my condolences to the family of Casey Christopher Goodson Jr. This happened in Columbus. They said he, only 23 years old, was carrying a Subway sandwich and was on his way back from the dentist's office when he was fatally shot in the back three times by a Franklin County Sheriff Office SWAT deputy that um, authorities are saying they will be doing an autopsy this week. Now, they have identified the SWAT deputy as Jason Mead, who is a 17-year veteran. He is not currently on duty, according to the release. He is awaiting interview by the Columbus Division of Police Critical Incident and Response Team. They are investigating the incident, and uh, what they are saying is they were looking for somebody that allegedly flashed a handgun at a sheriff's, sheriff's SWAT deputy, and so that's why they did uh, shoot him. They said, Case, according to a family friend, Heather Johnson, she said Casey was 23 years old. He never had any type of crimes. He was good. He worked at The Gap. He loved his family. He mm. just enjoyed being a big brother and enjoyed being with his family. He loved them very much. So you tell me this man was Touch. walking, minding his business, just shot with in the his and they shot him in the back? Walking into his home, into his house. There was no, like, freeze, Please, stop, freeze, put stop. your hands up, yeah, nothing. Get on your knees, none of that. Now, this happened on Friday, and his sister, Kaylee Harper, wrote on Facebook, they are lying. My brother literally walked across the yard, walked into the back fence to get to the side door, had his subway and mask in one hand, keys in the other, unlocked and opened the door, and stepped in the house before shooting him. If he was such a threat, why did you wait so long to shoot? Why did you kill a man walking into his own home? He said, she said that they're lying. What are they lying about? What did, what did they say he did is what I guess I'm getting at. They're saying that somebody flashed a gun was driving by waving a handgun and I guess they're saying he was the suspect mm. or or they thought he was they thought he was dangerous so not sure they are still investigating wow arrest yeah, in really peace tragic. Man. So again, condolences yes, to his family uh, it's gotta be more than that I mean I, it's gotta it's be got to. I mean I'm saying it's gotta be more than the, to the story but it's also got to be more than just rest in peace condolences to the family like that's wild Justice for the family. I mean, nothing can bring their son back now Mm -mm. or their brother, but. Wow. Is that all we got, Yee? Yee? I think we lost it. Oh, I thought that was a dramatic pause. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and it had was, me going for a second. Yeah, me I was, too. I was like, wow. I was like, wow. That's a nice little dramatic pause there. I was like, where we go from there? I guess we, guess we lost her. I guess we lost her. Okay, so all what right. do we do? I guess that's front page news. That's front page news. What are we doing next? All right, let's talk about uh, Meek Mill is trending. He's been trending all weekend, and he's still trending. Now, that I saw. I saw that yesterday. Now, he's uh, trending because, I guess, when he was out in Atlanta, there was some guys, some boys that ran up to his car, and they were selling water, and Meek gave him $20. You know how the water boys do in Atlanta. They'll rush your car, you know what I mean? Which Mm -hmm. I didn't know that hustle still exists in December. Everywhere. I'm saying it's December. In the summertime, I get it. Yeah. You know? But it's December. Yeah. Step your game up. Have some hot coffee or something. I guess it's not that cold in Atlanta, though. Mm, so, so me gave him $20. People are upset saying uh, why why they only gave him $20. He gave a group of boys $20 and told them to split it between themselves. First of all. First he only of bought all, one water and gave wa- him $20. Exactly. Water is 99 cents. 
Okay. 40, 49 cents at Costco's a BJ. He gave him $20. Correct. What are you talking about, people? How much y'all would y'all want to give him a thousand just because he's Meek Mill? $20 for a dollar bottle of water is great. Well, people feel like Meek maybe should have gave him more because Meek is a multi-millionaire. That is more. Let's let's hear the audio. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to split it. What you say gave him, bro? Don't put your hand in my car. Bro, they gave me one time, Meek. Yo, I just gave y'all money, man. Man, y'all got to split that money, man. It's 20 that's a dub. Listen, you, you, you sold a, a bottle of water that cost a dollar for 20. You know what you do with that group? You take that $20 and you go buy another More bottle water. of water, a big pack of water. Well, let's open up the phone lines. Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051, all right? Was Meek foul? Was Meek wrong? There's all these videos coming up about the uh, these water boys out in Atlanta. And this is not just happening in Atlanta. This is everywhere. This is in Jersey. This is in New York City. They they uh, they showed a video where, 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 where the young brothers were, were jumping on a lady's car and wouldn't get off I her car that. until she gave some money. Well, but well, they, I, they're very aggressive. But Meek gave him $20. Yeah, and that's Meek's $20. He could have paid for one water. He could have paid for five waters. But he bought one water and gave him $20. 20 is more than enough to buy to pay for one bottle of water. Um, the other thing I saw people saying was that they were upset that Meek recorded it and Meek posted it. It it really does make me laugh when I see y'all talk about what somebody should not post on social media. Why is it social that? media is all about oversharing. I don't want to see your breakfast. Okay, mm. I don't want to see you getting a, a pedicure, male or female. Mm. But you do. You post every. That's all social media is about oversharing. So who are you to tell somebody what they should or shouldn't post? All right, come on. Well, let's open up the phone lines. Let's talk about it. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Ride with the mob. <laughs> Yo, this ASAP Ferg. We celebrating the tenth year anniversary for the Breakfast Club. Shout out to Angela Yee. Shout out to Envy. Shout out to my boy Charlemagne the God. Y'all done an amazing job. One of my favorite shows to watch. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Meek Mill. He was out in Atlanta and seen a, a group of young boys run up to his car selling water. So Meek opened up the window and gave the boys $20 and bought one water. Well, people are mad at him and play, says, well, why, some of the clip. why would you give the boys only $20? Let's hit a clip. So we're asking 800-585-1051, what is your opinion? Should Meek have given more money? Uh, people are mad that he taped it. What, what, what is your opinion? See, in my opinion, I think Meek did he did what was right. He, he the, the, the water's only a dollar. It's only a dollar for the water. The young boys could buy the water at BJ's and Costco, probably pay 40 cents for, for each water. Meek gave him $20 for one water. What's wrong with that? What, yeah, what's, I, mean, I, I don't see what's wrong with that. Now you're going to tell me what I should give, how much I should give, and what I should do with my money? No, that's his money. He works hard. He donates. He gives money. He's seen these young boys and said, you know what? I'm going to give him $20. That might have been Meek's last 20 in his pocket. We don't know. Yeah, me. I mean, it definitely wasn't the last twenty in his he pocket. Might have, you never run out the house with no money. I don't never carry cash. See, but but Meek over, but Meek does. He's a rapper. Meek overpaid for that <laughs> bottle of water. Okay, he twenty dollars for one bottle of water. That that when people talk about he should have gave more money, that is giving more money. <laughs> okay, if a bottle of water is a dollar, he paid twenty. Fine, kids, take that twenty. Go buy another case of water. 
and keep your hustle going. Correct. Now, as far as people saying that, you know, Meek Mill shouldn't have shared this on social media, 99.5% of everything that's on social media should not be shared on social media. You overshare a bunch of stuff that nobody asked for, so why are you mad at Meek? I don't understand the, I don't understand the logic here. You, I, you, some I'm of y'all you. posting your breakfast right now from Chick-fil-A. Who cares? All right. I can look at your page and be like, why is he posting this? Why is she posting this? Who cares? It's your page. All I'm right. Fine. I'm fine with it. Me, me, get them young, young, young men some extra money. And like you said, go back to BJ's Costco, get some more water. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Trina from Florida. What's up, Trina from Florida? What, what's your thoughts? Um, I think there's nothing wrong with meat meals giving them twenty dollars. My dad did the exact same thing. By the time lunch came, he went and bought some more water and made more money off of that. Oh, your That's dad right. sells water. Um, yeah, in Tallahassee, well, he died last year. Um, his nickname in Tallahassee, Florida, is the Waterman, and he did it right on the corner. He did it for three years, and he supported his whole household off selling water every day on that quarter. That wow. makes so corner. much sense because it's so hot in Florida. If that water cold, you'd be at that light thirsty. Yep, and on game days, he'll raise the price up to $2. Nobody had a problem with buying it. Nobody had a problem with supporting him. When his birthday came, they brought him gifts. They brought him presents. They brought him more water. So everybody supported his hustle. By That's the way, if is. I give you $20 for a $2 bottle of water, I'm still overpaying. Absolutely. Thank you, Mama. Still <laughs> overpaying. You go and make more money. You figure out what to do with the extra money that you made. That's right. It's called hustling. That's right. All right, thank you. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Destiny. Hey, Destiny. Hello. Good morning. What are your thoughts on the Meek Mill situation? Well, on the Meek Mill situation, I feel like he was perfectly fine for giving all them kids $20. Um, I definitely probably would never even stop because, like Charlamagne said, it's December. I'm not stopping for no water. So, but I really <laughs> feel like um, people are just putting him on a pedestal because he's a celebrity and they feel like he should give more because he got more. But that's the issue with everybody. Like, they probably would never stop either. But don't put a celebrity on a pedestal and feel like he should right. give more just because he got it. But here's the thing. Right. Here's the thing. He did give more. $20 for a $1 bottle of water Absolutely. is giving more. No, but the right. fact that he opened his yeah, window during true. COVID. This is COVID coronavirus. That's the other thing I was thinking about. Too. Ain't none of them little kids had no mask on. No, had no mask on or nothing. You open the window, give him the money, and have a conversation with him? Right. He better than me. And I'm about to check it out the sunroof. All right. They was definitely and on top disrespectful. Of that, they was disrespectful about it. But, hey, everybody's different. All right. Thank you, Mama. 800-585-1051. We're talking Meek Mill. He was out in Atlanta. He seen some young boys selling water. He uh, rolled down his window, gave him $20, and people feel like, oh, you should have gave him more. Meek that is, is more. Meek it's a dollar all bottle of water. But well, let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Meek Mill. He was out in Atlanta. He sees some young boys selling water, so he rolled down his window to support. You know those boys, the the the, the, the bottle of water is only a dollar. Yes. Well, he wound up giving them 20 and they wanted more. So that, Meek said, no, y'all better break that $20 down. This is only one water. Yeah, I see. I mean, the, 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 they don't. They, they may not be as active as they are in Atlanta, but you see people like that in Everywhere. every city, USA, Everywhere. even in Jer Jersey, you know, coming through the tunnel in New York, you'll see people standing there selling water, especially yep. in the summertime. 
Yeah, but they're not as aggressive as as, as Atlanta sometimes. I mean, they're young Atlanta hustlers. Atlanta aggressive as hell. They're young hustlers. I'm not mad at it. You know what I'm saying? But you ain't going to force no bottle of water on me no, if but I'm out here, thirsty. They're aggressive with the candy. I don't know if you ran into one, any of them, them boys selling candy. No, I never ran into what? anybody selling they're candy. They're aggressive with them candy. Them M&Ms, them Kit Kats. Boy, are they aggressive. Them Starbursts. But let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Anthony. Anthony, what's going on? Now, Now, now what are your, your thoughts on Meek Mill? Once again, shout out to y'all. Y'all doing your thing. It's a pandemic. It's tough out here. Times is real hard. You can see these dudes out here trying to sell water in, you know, in December, like Charlemagne said. Like, come on, man. We could do a little bit better, bro. A little what do you bit mean? better? What do you mean a little bit That's better? That's like a 200% profit. I understand that. It is. But this is kids. You can give a little bit more. Like, I you gave know, you 20. Oh, well, bro, brother, brother, brother. I gave you $20 yeah. for a dollar bottle of water. I gave you $19 more. What are you talking I about? It's a bunch of kids. That's a bunch of kids around the car. And so what? Those are my kids, Charlemagne. Not not broken folks. They're selling. They're selling dollar bottles of water, right? And say so. Let's just say let's just say it was six kids. Six kids. Yeah. You give twenty dollars to one. They can split that amongst each other. I understand where you're coming from on, with with that, but I'm saying at this time of of, of what we're going through, you don't think it's a little bit better to show more joy to kids? Twenty dollars no. yeah, for $20 a dollar bottle of water for kids. Oh come on, man! Y'all are crazy. That's literally like a two thousand percent increase. Increase, yes. What are you talking Let about? Let go get a bunch of bottles of water and make some more money. You filming somebody giving kids twenty dollars and telling them to split it? Oh please, y'all film stupidest stuff every day. Come on, not, man. Not this, me. I don't do social media, but my thing is like, come on, bro. We can do a little bit better. We no. black. We supposed, supposed to be helping each other better than he that. Is. I don't that, know what y'all think is. is better than $20 for a dollar bottle of water. I, I'm going to be I'm honest. How, how, what, what would you have given then if you was Meek Mill? Hello? You hung up? Yeah. I want to know what what is what, what y'all would have given then if $20 isn't enough for a dollar bottle of water. What did you what should he have given them? $20 is good for a bottle of water. Hello, who's this? Uh, my name's Cameron. Hey, Cameron. Good morning. Good morning. We're talking Meek Mill. What are your thoughts? Um. Okay, well, I... I thought, like, okay, cool, that's really awesome. Like, being a kid, that's probably really cool. Like, a famous rapper giving you money, like, for just a water bottle. But then I found out that the kids were asking for more money, and, like, they were begging for more money, and that just took me back. Because if I was a kid, and if um, one of my famous favorite rappers gave me 20 bucks, I would have been so excited. I probably would have never forgot that. I just feel like the kids need to be a little bit more humble. I agree. You know, I'm with you. I'm great. I mean, be grateful. Bucks. And gratitude, gratitude, you, gratitude should always be your attitude. When you're thankful for what you do receive, you will get blessed with more. Absolutely. What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is, even if you got it, you shouldn't pay twenty dollars for a dollar, dollar bottle of water. <laughs> right? right. And by the way, Meek wasn't spending twenty dollars for the bottle of water. No. He was giving them an extra nineteen dollars for their hustle. Correct. He was giving them an extra nineteen dollars because they are kids who on their grind doing something other than selling dope. Like I don't understand what y'all wanted from him in that situation. And the bad thing about it is now when people pass these kids, they're not gonna give them no money because they're gonna feel like they're ungrateful. Now the bad part is these kids gonna think they should get twenty dollars from every goddamn body because Meek gave it to them. So anybody who pulls up in a nice car and a nice whip, they're gonna be expecting that. No, you gonna take this dollar and give me the bottle of water because that's what transactions are about. Fair All exchange. Right. All right, when we come back, we got a special guest that's calling in. This is our 10-year anniversary. We've been on this radio 10 years as a team. How yeah. crazy is that? So we're going to talk to somebody special when we come back. Let's just say, uh, let me give him a tease. Um, give me a good tease, Charlamagne. 
Pause. Give him a good tease. I don't know. Just tell him to stay tuned. I ain't got time for teasers. I've been doing this for 10 years. It's Monday. See, that's your problem. I have a tease for you on tomorrow. You got you to gotta, you gotta continue to tease. You got to keep this relationship going. You got to continue to tease. You just can't just go hard with it. I'm not going hard. I'm just telling everybody that they know this PP is good. So stick around. We got something good for you. You've been getting something good for 10 years. You know we got something good for you. All right. I asked for that. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Shawty made that cut, she don't need no applause High fashion, like Goyard G-Wagon, or the Rover I put some ice on you cause you got a cold heart I know I gotta keep my shawty on go, go Drop that to the floor for me, yeah ah, whoa, whoa. You ain't gotta do with none of these no more If we hop in the Benz, is that okay? Is it okay if I call you my Prada, babe? I ain't no player, I just got a lot of bait but let me tell you, I like you a lot, babe. I want to start at the top and the bottom, babe. Now you want the shoe with the red at the bottom, babe. You know I like when you're right at the top, babe. She wants your name, name, D-O-Yo. I'm only doing cash, yeah, I don't need promo. I pull up to the high rise, I'm in the 4 The inside Coco. If I got a feeling, I keep it inside my heart. And I keep a pedicure, cause I don't do facades. You can see my diamonds even when I'm in the dark. And since you got it, it make you go and do anything. Shawty made that crap, she don't need no applause High fashion, like Goyard G-Wagon, or the Rover I put some ice on you cause you got a cold heart I know I gotta keep my shawty on go Drop that to the floor You ain't gotta deal with none of these no more If we hop in the Benz, is that okay? Is it okay if I call you my Prada, babe? I ain't no player, I just got a lot of pay but let me tell you, I like you a lot, babe. I want to start at the top and the bottom, babe. Now you want to shoot with the red at the bottom, babe. You know I like when you're right at the top, babe. If I hit it front of back, she gon' hit the sidewalk. If she got a best friend with her, take her back to Milo. Got a five in the morning, wildin', wildin'. And her name ain't Megan, but she a stylin', stylin'. Never Remember I was pullin' up in the valley. And you know I take her so when she ride. Sweater in the s***, all Kenzo. Shawty know to drop it low like a limbo every time we kick it like she don't need no applause. I put some ice on you cause you got a cold heart. I know I gotta keep my shorty on go go. Drop that to the floor, flow. Yeah. Shorty made that she don't need no applause. High fashion, like go yard, G Wagon. I put some ice on you cause you got a cold heart. I know I gotta keep my shorty on go go. go. Drop that to the floor. Yeah. Ah, whoa. You ain't gotta deal with none of these no more. If we hop in the Benz, is that okay? Is it okay if I call you my Prada, babe? I ain't no player, I just got a lot of bait. But let me tell you, I like you a lot, babe. I wanna start at the top and the bottom, babe. Now you want the shoe with the red at the bottom, babe. You know I like when you're right at the top, babe. Hello? We live? We live! <laughs> I got Ray J. Is Ray J. Nine daddy robes on, fam. I got nine robes on with the heater on. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, King? How you what doing, up, my brother? What's up, man? Hey, congratulations, y'all, man. Ten. Big ten. You know, yeah, I was just man. telling our producer yesterday, because our producers weren't with us from the beginning, beginning. I was like, yo, Ray J was our first guest. Yep. Not just not just our first big viral moment, our first in-studio guest, That's period. Right. Matter of fact, let's throw back to that real quick. 
in the building. Yeah. He might have changed up a little bit because when he came, he whispered in my ear. He was like, what up, E? I know he did. He was like, what's up, E? And he didn't smell like Kush. He didn't smell like weed at all. He changed up on us. Ray J. on my professional tip. But let's be clear, though. He got his shades on right now. He definitely has his shades on. My eyes probably red as a mother. Early, yeah. give him a break. Come on. I don't know. He might be knocking off older chicks. Maybe Oprah or something. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm no the first guest, though. Yeah, I'm you, the first you guest. You are the first guest. Come on, man. Give it up for that. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, congratulations to all y'all, man. It's a good look. Thank yeah, you, hopefully, sir. Hopefully, you know, you popping our chair can do for us what it did for Kim Kardashian. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Epic times, man. I'm so proud of y'all, man. Look at how y'all evolved, man. Y'all doing interviews with the president. It just it just went. Y'all got inducted into the Hall of Fame. It just so many blessings, man. I'm just I'm proud of y'all. I'm proud of y'all for staying consistent and staying true to who y'all are, too. Y'all never let nobody break, you know what I'm saying, break y'all vibes or break y'all character y'all always defended you know what y'all meant and y'all words and y'all never took that shit back man and I, I you know i'm proud of y'all man congratulations Thank i you, appreciate brother. you ray and i'm glad to hear you in a good a good space too because you know when you called up here this time of morning about seven eight years ago <laughs> it was a totally different Yo, human what's crazy is i was i was hiding out for like three months after so i'm like man I, that wasn't cool i gotta hide <laughs> <laughs> For it to turn into like this, man, it's a, you know, it's a blessing. It's crazy how God works. You know, I definitely learned my lesson from it, though, to make sure I, you know, kind of think before I call and speak and what that might do and what kind of, you know, what kind of damage that could do. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like I was lucky, but, you know, if, I wouldn't advise anybody to go that route, man. Nah. Stay, stay positive. What, what's up, Fabulous? I love you, my friend. <laughs> I know you forgave me since then, even though we ain't really talked on the phone. But, you know, I know you, I know you forgave me, so it's all love and puffy. You know, you know what's up. Puffy, what Puffy, we got to do with this? <laughs> no, nah, you know, I, I went down there with Puff. This is it. Nah, Puff was hyping This is something up. we didn't know. Oh, okay. you mean at the time? Oh, you mean at the time when it was happening at the at the actual venue? Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, yeah. in there, but no, Puff was hyping me up. But then, you know. But that ain't no excuse. <laughs> it don't matter, terrible. Ray. Listen, we all live and we, we learn, brother. We've all grown. We've all evolved, <laughs> Thanks, man. Ray J. We come a long no, way. I'm just think it. All of that turned into this, man. That's, that's, that's God, man. That's God working. I remember the first we'll time I met Ray J ever, uh, I took him to get some weed from my brother Wax in Columbia, South Carolina, when we was working at Hot 103.9. And that was a long time long ago. Long time ago. I rode with you in the promo van to go get weed. <laughs> You rode with him. <laughs> you rode with him to the station van to go buy weed. No, it was his promo van. He no. was on promo. I, I don't know what song you had out back then. Yeah. It had to be like oh two, oh three. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Wait a minute with the big Ray J. Now on Ray J. got his own line of weed. Man, that was oh two, oh three. Yeah, I just you know I just I just we got a new dispensary coming out called Pineapple Pineapple Express on Hollywood and Vine. It's gonna be the first ever of this kind. It comes in. We're building it now. It comes out in January. It's gonna be big. So when y'all come to town, I'm gonna take y'all to the new weed shop. Y'all can come to come to the back in the private area. We you know we put one in the air. Talk about the money. Let's there do it, go. young uh, young black entrepreneur Ray Jizzle. Thank you, Ray J. Mr. Norwood. Congratulations, man. I love y'all, man. I love y'all. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. Love you, you too, back, King. brother. You be safe. All right, I'll hear y'all later. All right. All right, salute. I got Ray J. Love now, that guy, man. Now, if you don't know, when we got inducted to the Hall of Fame, Ray J was the guy that did our speech. <laughs> That's right. Us. They was like, who They was like, who y'all want to intro us? There's a lot of people we could have chose. We could have chose my man Cadillac Jack. Yep. We could have chose G-Spin. Thea you Mitchell. You know what I mean? We Thea Mitchell. Chose... Now, but really, that's the only three I would have picked out of. You know what I mean? But... Ray J. That's right, Ray J. <laughs> that Ray was J. my four. Everybody was like, Ray J? We like, goddamn right, Ray, Ray J. J. Ray Jizzle. Yes. Mr. Norwood to you.
All right. It's 10 years. We're on this radio. 800-585-1051. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We love. Fact, not fun fact. Uh, that song, Moment for Life by Nicki Minaj, when we first started 10 years ago, I used to always uh, say that was the Breakfast Club theme song, and it was that part in there where Nicki was like, in this moment, we'd be syndicated, and I used to want to do promos and stuff with that song, and Envy and Angela used to tell me that was whack, and it was corny, but I was right. I didn't think we were going to be syndicated. Because you don't believe. That's your problem. It's so it's amazing to me that you don't believe, but you'll draw that stupid stuff on your face. You want us to believe <laughs> that your beard is real, well, but you don't even believe you didn't believe I, in the Breakfast Club ten years ago. I didn't draw the stupid stuff on my face. So somebody one, drew it for and you. And two, right. and two, as many times as you got fired before you got here, I didn't believe. That should have let we you know. Been. That should have let you know how special I was. <laughs> special you that that should have let you know how special oh I was. Yes, goodness. I've been. I was fired four times from radio mm-hmm. before uh, this situation happened. But I told y'all. I told y'all from day one we was going to be a nationally syndicated morning show. Okay. I told y'all. Now, look, 10 years later, wish I could have that moment for life. I don't even know what that meant just now, <laughs> but it felt good. Let's get to the rooms. Let's talk Floyd Mayweather. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well. It's official. Floyd Mayweather is getting back in the ring. February 20th, 2021, he is fighting Logan Paul. Fought on this, drum. Get my ass gas ready. Come on, fought on this for me. Come it's on. a super exhibition fight, uh, and that is pretty much it. I don't know why. Fart Floyd is 5'8". He last fought at 150. Logan is 6'2", and he last fought at 200 pounds. What has Logan Paul done to deserve a shot at Floyd Mayweather? What is what has he done to deserve the millions of dollars he's going to receive by getting beat up by Floyd Mayweather? He has a lot of YouTube followers. That's 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 all I got. This ain't even Jake Paul, by the way. This is his brother Logan, Logan Paul. This yeah. ain't the guy who beat, knocked out Nate Robinson. No, this is his, his brother. brother, bigger brother. His what brother. is the point of this? Other than you know, money. Break money. That is the point. Yeah, money. I don't. I don't. That, I don't that, like it. That is the full point. Money. I don't respect it. I don't. I don't like. Like I said, I don't know what Logan Paul has done to deserve to get in the ring with Floyd Mayweather and make the tens of millions of dollars that he stands to make from this situation. They're going to make a lot of money on this fight. Now, also uh, confirmed, Ashanti, Keisha Cole in the next versus battle. I respect it. What are your thoughts? I respect it. I like that battle. It's not a bad battle at all. Who you got? Uh, Keisha Cole. I got Ashanti. I got Keisha Cole. Now, I can see why you would... I I mean, listen, it's it's a good matchup. I can see why you would say Ashanti, because Ashanti got all the records with Ja Rule. Fat Joe, Big Pun. She got her own joints. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, Ashanti right. got about when I looked on the charts the other day she has 22 singles I don't know how many are, are on the charts and if she does records that she wrote like for J-Lo, J-Lo and stuff Lo. like that Absolutely. I mean listen it could go with Shanti too I'm like it's a good it's a good matchup it's a better matchup than people think mm-hmm. I think I think it's gonna be good and that's gonna happen uh, let me get the date December 12th Man, I'm like December 12th too. I don't know though that's a tough one I think Ashanti got this one if you're just going straight Ashanti versus Keisha Cole records, I'm going Keisha Cole. Nah. But when you factor in the features that Ashanti the features got and, and the, the stuff that she's wrote, she's wrote yeah, yeah I, I would lean towards more Ashanti. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, Cardi B, she responds to Backlash after tweeting, should she buy an $88,000 purse? Now, uh, people, you know, went in her and, and said, why would you buy that purse? That's too much money. Why don't you donate the money? Too much money You should do this with their, your money. Donate uh, $88,000 to charity for people that need it right now. Uh, they went off on her. Too much money for who, though? Sounded to me like Cardi acting her wage. Right? If she got money to buy an 88, what'd you say? An $88,000 purse, then that's her prerogative. Mm -hmm. Everybody act your wage. But the thing is, that's her money. She donates a lot of money. She does what she wants to do with her money. And she's saying that the bag is 
an investment. So for $88,000, if you break it down, it's probably the Hermes Birkin Himalaya bag, which is very, very limited. If you are uh, lucky enough to get it, uh, it costs around anywhere between seventy-five dollars and $88,000. But once you buy it, if you wanted to resell it, let's say she wanted to resell it, she would get it for $150,000. So it is a flip if she wanted. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Cardi B, buy the bag. Why not? You got it. Here's my thing. Why y'all like to monitor everybody's social media and tell people what they should and shouldn't post? Nobody gets mad when you ask what you should have for lunch, Popeye's and KFC. You know what I'm saying? People just answer the question. So right. Cardi asked you a question. Answer it and keep it moving. Everybody acting their wage. I'm not mad at Cardi because she can afford that. Isn't that the beauty of social media? Isn't social media like a safari? You get in the Jeep and you just drive and you see how other people are living, right? Yeah, and, and I think for Cardi, I mean, it's just when she asked that question, she, sh she should have known that they were going to tackle. I mean, there's, there's not too many people that can afford an $88,000 bag, mm -hmm. and that's what people are looking like. But she does a lot. She wants, she makes a lot. She works hard. She wants to spend her money whatever she just, wants to spend it on. Spend I, your money on whatever you I want to spend it on. I just want y'all to remember that jealousy... And envy destroys from within. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So really ask yourself why you're mad at Cardi asking that question. Seriously. Well, she wrote this yesterday, uh, last night. She said, okay, let's do this challenge then. Since y'all want to tell me to donate so much, drop receipts on what you have donated to. I will match it and donate to an organization you have donated to as well. Let's start now. Now. I bet you she call your bluff now. Yeah, call your bluff I now. bet you now twenty dollars uh, seems like a lot of money. Don't it? Yeah. Got mad at Meek for giving twenty dollars for a bottle of water, but if you donate twenty and then Cardi matches it, I bet you realize how much how much money costs. Yep. She said any charity or foundation, drop your receipts under the comments. I will match what you donated and match your donation to the same charity or foundation. Let's match energy now. How much a dollar costs? God damn it! <laughs> right? She calling your bluff. How What's much up? you got now? How What's much up? you got now? What's up? All right. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. We don't know where Yee's at. Yee's having problems with her, you her, said, her audio, her mic, and all her Wi-Fi in Brooklyn. I don't said know. today is 10 years, but this is her last day. She's had it up to here. <laughs> it's over. Okay? All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Uh, who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, four after the hour, we need Georgia Senator David Perdue to come to the front of the, the congregation. Uh, today is the last day to register to vote in Georgia. Uh, we'll discuss. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Come on. <laughs> For donkey of the day. Donkeys of the day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed one. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yeah, Donkey of the Day for Monday, December 7th goes to Georgia Senator David Perdue. Very fitting because today, December 7th, is the last day to register to vote in Georgia. Okay, early voting um, begins next week on the 14th, but today is the last day to register to vote in the upcoming Senate runoff. Now, David Perdue is a Georgia senator who was supposed to be debating his opponent, John Ossoff, on Sunday night, but instead, he declined to show up. Yes, John Ossoff on Sunday night debated an empty podium. Now, I don't understand the point of campaigning, having people endorse you, asking people to come out and vote for you, but you don't respect the people you want to you want to vote for you enough to even come out and debate what you claim to believe in. Okay, Ossoff and Purdue are facing off in one of the two January 5th Senate runoffs in the Peach State. Um, I can't tell this one means much to David Purdue. 
Okay, either he doesn't respect his opponent or he doesn't respect the voters. I would say it's both. If I was a conservative in GA, I would feel so disrespected by David Perdue. Just assuming y'all are going to vote for him just because without him showing up to debate and defend his position on anything. Do you really want to vote for someone with that sense of entitlement? Maybe you do. But if you were dating a person who felt that entitled, if you were dating a person who felt like they didn't have to court you anymore, who felt like they didn't have to take you out, who didn't tell you that you were pretty, who didn't tell you that they appreciate you, they value you, you would, would you, would you still want to be in a relationship with that person? Would you envy? Nope. Only reason I'm still here, yet still to be determined though, is because envy tells me how much he loves me. You know what I mean? Because he tells me I'm pretty. That's a damn lie. And shows me and tells me how much he values and appreciates me. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so Georgia voters, you have to ask yourself these questions. Now, John Ossoff, of course, had some things to say about David Perdue's absence. Can we listen to what John had to say? The reason that our country has lagged the entire world at the efficacy of our response to this virus, the reason that we are losing thousands of people per day to this virus is because of the arrogance of politicians like David Perdue, so arrogant that he disregarded public health expertise and so arrogant that he's not with us here today to answer questions. Mm. And so if I might, my message for the people of our state at this moment of crisis is your senator feels entitled to your vote. Your senator is refusing to answer questions and debate his opponent because he believes he shouldn't have to. He believes this Senate seat belongs to him. This Senate seat belongs to the people. With early voting beginning on December 14th, I want to urge everybody to make a plan to vote. David Perdue has been getting rich in office. And instead of taking public health expertise and guidance from the CDC and getting that to the people and implementing in policy, he was buying up shares in manufacturers of vaccines and medical equipment. And he's not here because he's afraid he may incriminate himself in this debate. I don't think there's anything I could say that's better than that. Arrogance is the key word of the day. Okay, hashtag arrogance. That's exactly what it is. How dare you just give me your ass to kiss? Who do you think you are that you don't have to continue to sell yourself to me, but you want my vote? See, I'm interested in these Senate races because I don't want the Biden administration to have any excuses as to why they can't do things for our community. See, when you don't have the Senate, you can't get anything done. For example, on Friday, the House, okay, Democratic-led House, passed legislation that would decriminalize weed and expunge nonviolent weed-related convictions. Democrats are doing that to roll back and compensate for the war on drugs, which essentially was just a war on black people. But here's the thing. I saw everybody reporting that. I saw folks celebrating it. But that legislation, at least for now, is going to die in the Republican-led Senate. But guess what? If the Dems had control of the House and Senate, then the federal decriminalization of weed would happen. So, yes, I want Georgia to show up and vote for John Ossoff as well as Ralph Warnock because I don't want this administration to have any excuses in regards to getting things done that impact us. Now, once again, Georgia, it's simple. If you was dating someone and y'all was supposed to get up with each other to have a conversation to get to know each other better, and this person didn't show up, would you continue to pursue the relationship? Would you continue to pursue Purdue? If the answer is no, then you know who to vote for in the Georgia Senate runoff. Please give David Purdue the biggest he haw. <laughs> I'm saying this should be simple. Mm-hmm. The guy was didn't even show up last night. It was an empty podium, which okay. reminds me of one of my favorite Breakfast Club moments over the past 10 years when DJ Envy just left his seat empty after cursing out Jesus and Marrow. Mm. That's exactly how that podium looked last night. That was a moment. 
Oh, that was an amazing moment. That was a moment. Yeah, and thank you for that donkey today. And mm-hmm. that's what we're doing. Let's talk. And today is uh, our 10-year <laughs> anniversary on this Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. And we're opening up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. We want to know your favorite moment. By the way, we're doing this all week because this is our mm-hmm. last week before um, we go on holiday break, before we cash in for, for, for before 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're starting right now. That's right. Yes. That, that absolutely was one of my favorite moments when uh, <laughs> DJ Envy ambushed Jesus and Mero, which was a tough mm-hmm. spot for me to be in, because mm-hmm. you know Envy's my guy and Jesus and Mero are my guys. You know what I'm saying? When I had my my TV show on MTV2, Uncommon Sense, I had Jesus and Mero on every mm-hmm. week doing a segment called Classic of Trash. I didn't know Envy was gonna jump on them like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, but well, I mean you should have known that. If somebody has a says a comment about me, I never hold back. I always yeah, wait, but she wait, was extra beige. Wait that for them day. to get there. I mean that the beige rage was on. No. Oh, yes. Stop it. No. I mean, we had a nice conversation. I remember I had a nice comment with Drama, DJ Drama. Shout out to DJ Drama. Another beige moment of yours. I had another. I didn't even know where that one came from. conversation with him as well. And that was weird because y'all was just staring at each other. Like, you ever seen two light-skinned men just stare at each other? (laughs) Like, they was just staring at each other and, like, doing the the little squinty-eyed thing, like, smizing. I didn't know if y'all was smizing or y'all was mad at each other. Yeah. That was a good moment. That was a good moment, too. Mm -hmm. A couple of good moments. Dame Dash. Dame Dash was the first Dame Dash interview. That was a good one. That was a great one. That was a good one. It's not all about conflict, though. Like, mm-hmm. the, uh, But that's conversations. It was conversations. Yeah. We're all good. I'm, I'm good with yeah. DJ Zamero. I'm good with DJ Drama. I'm good with Dame Dash. Mm-hmm. These are conversations, passionate conversations sometimes. Yeah, my favorite Breakfast Club moments, you know, don't all revolve around conflict. Well, like what? Um, first time Bishop T.D. Jakes was up here. Mm-hmm. That was great. Louis Farrakhan. Been honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan's been that here was twice. Great one. Yes. That was a great one. Um, I mean, and then, you know, meeting, like, legends like the Angela Bassett's, the Nia Long's, the Lorenz Tate's. I mean, that may not mean much to a lot of people, but that means a lot to me because those are people that I grew up watching and idolizing and still grow up, still watch them, you know, I mean, on weekends. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a black cinema connoisseur, okay? Mm-hmm. A lot of people that came up here, I mean, still President Barack Obama was a, was a great one. Um, Stevie Wonder. We didn't interview Stevie Wonder, but... It's a couple moments that was dope up here that people like when Janet Jackson came up here. We didn't interview Janet, but it was a dope. But Janet moment. came in the studio to say what's up. That's right. Told me I had amazing eyes, by the way. I don't remember that's that. A, that's a fact. It's I, on tape. I don't remember that. Told me I had beautiful eyes. And when Prince came up, oh, here, Prince was well, Prince was classic. Six in the morning. That's right. People don't even know that he was just up here wandering the building with two old white women at six in the morning. I don't think they were two old white. It was it? two old white women because I remember somebody got on the line <laughs> and somebody said, "Yo, Prince is in the building." I'm like, "Prince, Prince." Mm-hmm. So we put everything on automation, that's and right. as soon as we walked walked out that door, he was walking down the hallway. He and was. was the nicest human you could ever meet. And I couldn't think of anything else to say to him except for, I grew up Jehovah Witness too. So and lame. he looked at me and he said, one day we're going to have to talk about that. And we asked him for a picture and he said, no, I don't really do pictures. And then when he turned around, he levitated down the hallway mm-hmm. and out of the door. You took a picture? That, I took a picture of you him did. levitating. I showed the picture to Envy, showed the picture to Angela Yee. After that... The square that the picture was at in my phone went totally black. That is a fact. Am I lying, Envy? You saw it. Bear witness. <laughs> that is true. He I did, promise to did, God that happened. Picture. I'm not exaggerating. Don't take a picture. He took a picture, snuck a picture, and then he showed us. Then when we came back to look at it, it, it was, was black. Gone. That's a fact. Okay, God is my witness. Yeah, that was Jehovah is my witness. That was weird. But anyway, 800 585 1051. What was your favorite Breakfast Club moment? Mm. Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Happy 10 year. 10 year. Wow. 10 
Yeah. Charlemagne, Angela Yee, Envy, you guys have been nothing but the best, the dopest. I appreciate you guys for holding it down for so many years. Congrats on the Big Ten. Not many get there. I'm glad that you guys have, and I can't wait to see you guys at the number 20. Love y'all. Peace. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, this is our 10-year anniversary, and all week long, we're going to be celebrating, and some of that includes uh, you calling up and telling us your favorite moment. Yeah, man. I'm not going to lie. 10 years goes by fast. It goes by faster than people think. Let's go to the, the, the phone lines and, and talk with some of these people. No, before we go to the phone lines, just for a second, mm-hmm. I want the record to show I'm the only person in here that believed this show could make it. Okay, nobody believed in me. No, I believe Envy didn't, didn't want to work with me. No, Envy didn't want to work with me. Envy said verbatim. I did. He told Cadillac Jack and G Spin, I don't want to work with Charlamagne. He's been fired four times. That okay, that's true. That's I am the person that was up here telling them like, no, this show is gonna be nationally syndicated. We got something special. You ain't okay? have no other options though, right? You said what? What? He Charlamagne was the only one without other options, really. No, I was I was doing afternoons here. Wait, and you already had a job. I had a job. So I was unemployed, I living back at home, <laughs> living back at home with my mom. <laughs> yeah, you have no option. You have no choice but to be successful. No, that's not true. Like, this could have this not worked. Yeah, it didn't have to work. It almost didn't work. <laughs> that's I don't right. know if you guys realize, when we first were on, it didn't work. Like... At the time, shout out to Cadillac Jack. When, when your program director doesn't stop in anymore and just walks past the window, <laughs> it was about to be rap. This yeah. was almost rock and roll. Power 105, Yahoo! Or, or Listen, whatever man. country. So the moral of the story is, what I'm basically saying is, thank you to me, okay? <laughs> that's, all, that's, that's basically what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. All right? Thank Th- you to me. Thank okay? you, guys. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the phone lines. Um, hello, who's this? This is Eric, man. How you doing this morning? What's up, bro? What was your favorite Breakfast Club moment? Um, it's a tie between the decision and the Birdman interview. And you trying to get the white camera guy to hurry up and turn the camera on so he can record it. Oh, yeah, that was that was, that was was a great time because, you know, we knew that Birdman was going to come here with some hostility yep. just because of the way that that interview got set up. Like, That's right. I remember, I think it was, it wasn't rap. It was Malcolm. Is Malcolm his name? Malcolm, Malcolm, yep. Malcolm, Malcolm from Universal hit me at 3 30 in the morning, like a week Thank prior, you. and was yep. like, Birdman wants to come up there next week. He wants to make sure you're there. Yep. That already let me know some BS about to go down. That's right. So I, before he even walked in the room, I'm like, yo, make sure all the cameras are on. Make sure everything's rolling. When I see them huffing puffing and speak, turn the camera on. Turn the camera on now. That's right. Because if you watch the interview, the actual interview, when he sits down and the interview starts, that's only 30 seconds. That's it. Everything else prior to that is all before the interview was supposed to start. Correct. That's so. All right. That, that was classic. Can we play that clip? Let's play a clip of it. Get it off your chest, Bird, man. I said it already. I ain't got to talk no more. So why come here? I wanted to talk to you on your man and your face. Absolutely. You understand me? I knew a p- few places you was at I could have pulled up, but I don't think that was gangster. I wanted to come look you in your face like a man and tell you how I feel. Okay. You understand me? Put some respect on my name. Did you, did you pull up on Ross that way or Trick Daddy? Man, I'm pulling up on you. Yeah. But I'm, I'm the radio guy. Why well, pull up on the radio guy? Don't act tough with the radio guy. I hate my y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. And the decision. We need to bring the decision back. We got in trouble for the decision. We did get in trouble for the decision. Hello, who's this? This is Snow from Georgia. Hey, Snow from Georgia. What was your favorite Breakfast Club moment? Oh, um, Soldier Boy. Drake? He's going to always win. <laughs> he's going to always win. Because, you know, he, he told Drake. Why did Meet Me have a bigger comeback than Soldier Boy? But I, me personally, why? Because he was locked up. Yes. Okay, he, I was locked up too. They came up with a number one record. The Drake beef. Look how, yo, look how he crossed yo, over. Yo, Meek Mill ain't beef with Chris Brown and was finna box with Floyd Mayweather. The beef with Drake, the biggest rapper in the world. 
Drake? <laughs> Drake? The nigga that got body by Pusha T? The nigga that's hiding his kid from the world, but his world wanna hide from the kid? Arby Graham in the wheelchair? Drake? Yes! Stop playing with me. <laughs> Stop telling me like I ain't teach Drake everything he knows. Hold on, you taught Drake everything he knows. Y'all ain't hear Drake on his first song. Tell me what's really going on. Drizzy Drake back in this thing already. What's that? That's oh, so oh, That's my bar. Let's kiss me through the phone. He copied my whole flow. Okay. I think that's the highest viewed YouTube video for Breakfast Club. No, it's Takashi it? still. Takashi still. Oh, Takashi still. Okay. She still got the largest. All right. Actually, it would have been, been Birdman. Birdman. It would have been Birdman. But let's tell another story. <laughs> let's talk about how here at uh, Power 105.1, iHeart, they didn't believe in YouTube. Nope. They, they wanted they everything to come back player. to the Power Player or whatever it was called. The Power Player. So, you know, even though I was stressing them to get a YouTube page, uh, they didn't get a YouTube page until after Hillary Clinton and Birdman happened in the same week. And yep. somebody on YouTube had 72 million views off that goddamn Birdman clip. He got clip. paid. And it was just the audio. Just the audio, yeah? Yes. All right. Well, 800-585-1051, your favorite Breakfast Club moment. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining, we're asking, what is your favorite Breakfast Club moment? Hello, who's this? Hey, what's happening, man? This is Kevin calling from the Bronx. Kevin, what's up, man? What, what was your favorite Breakfast Club moment? Uh, shoot. My favorite breast club moment is watching the many faces of Charlemagne. The what? <laughs> Charlemagne. <laughs> Charlemagne, watching your old interviews. I was confused. I was like, oh, man, it's a whole different person out here. Oh, his faces, his face um, changed. He, he got a little money and, 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 and went to a dermatologist. Well, I got a dermatologist. Salute to Dr. Natasha Sandy. I had inflammation. I had acne. You know what I mean? I was eating wrong, drinking wrong, doing drugs. I was out of control back then. Charlemagne went from play to kid right before our faces. That is not true. <laughs> Thank you, man. There's nothing beige about me. Do, do I look better, though, sir? No, you do. You do. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to y'all. Much love to y'all, man. Okay. Like, uh, uh, like, we worship y'all show, man, and we're so Don't happy worship. Did you just years. call him cute? We don't worship. We appreciate the support. But let me ask you a question. On a scale of one to Morris Chestnut, oh my God. Uh, Michael B. Jordan being What's a seven, time? where am I? You are nowhere close. You just told me I look better? Oh, that don't mean I look good. You look no. You look better, but you ain't no more chestnut, boy. What's wrong with you, man? And why y'all flirting with each other this morning? Have a good one, sir. You know, um, I appreciate you keeping me humble. Shout, shout to the old <laughs> network. That, the old network uh, played Behind Every Man, and they played a clip of when I called my, my wife on the radio and mm. apologized. Really? Now, the, the crazy thing about that, I was I, I, it was bad for me during that time. I was depressed. I was sleeping on the floor, and my friend Charlamagne said, I don't know if he did it because he cared about me or because he knew that, that the radios were going to be great. He said, you should call your wife right now. I, said, I, didn't know what you was, I didn't know why you, first of all, I didn't know why you were depressed. You just, you, it, it literally was about two weeks. Envy would come in here, sleep on the floor. I'm like, yo, he got to stop smoking so much weed. He got to stop drinking. He need to get some rest. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on with him. Yeah. And then he finally, you know, told us what happened in the room. And I'm like, open the microphone. So call her now. I'm like, what? Call her. Let's just, just call her right now on air. Let's just, and, 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 and give her your heart. I said, can we talk right. about how he Kobe Bryanted me too? Rest in peace to Kobe. Can we talk about how he threw up me under the bus like Kobe <laughs> did Shaq when Kobe got caught out there? What I do? He was like, you know, I don't want to be a dog like Charlemagne. I'm like, what? <laughs> the hell? I got to, don't bring me into this, nigga. Like, <laughs> what the hell? If I go down, we all going down. No, don't do that to me. I ain't got caught yet. That hasn't, that hasn't changed, by the way. That still hasn't changed. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, it was Justin. Justin, what was your favorite Breakfast Club moment, bro? Yo, it's like a, a a collection, you know. Like I just been they won, and I've been watching the growth 
Like I remember Charlemagne back when he was when he was with Wendy, and I remember like y'all don't like this dude, and then I just but I couldn't look away. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't stop looking at him, and then I started realizing like it was it's a bunch of things about him that that I do that I don't like. You know what I'm saying? And then the okay. fact that he, <laughs> he I reflect his... back all your toxic problematic traits. <laughs> Words, huh? Like, like I kept seeing shit, like, yo, why don't like? But I couldn't look away. So I'm like, if I don't like him, why I can't? Why I can't look away? So I'm like, yo, it must be so, like you do the same type of shit I do, but I ain't in your situation. I'm seeing it from my perspective. So I'm like, I don't like that. Dude. You know what I'm saying? So when I check myself, I'm like, yo, it's it's me that I don't like. Like I don't be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was just you know just. We got you. Like I started noticing. I get it, brother. Like that. like, that's what that's what led me to therapy. Uh, looking in the mirror well, and feel, looking in the mirror, feeling the same exact way. Absolutely. Not liking what I saw about myself. Keith, what's up, Keith? Why you hung up on the man? Yo, what's going on? Here? Keith, what was your favorite Breakfast Club moment, brother? Oh, man, my favorite Breakfast Club moment was when um, you guys were talking with Joe Coy. Is that, is that his name? <laughs> yes, yeah, Joe that's Coy, our yeah. guy, Joe Coy. I love Joe Coy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Drop with a cool spot for him. But, uh, yeah, so, yo, this guy, Charlamagne, just came out of nowhere and, and just volunteered the information that he, that he gets on his knees and he pledges himself. Yeah, he masturbates on his knees, which is pretty weird. First Charlamagne, of all, if you didn't hear it, we were having a conversation. Was weird, right? It was very weird. No, no, first of all, we, there, we got, got that audio like, over the weekend, and I was crying. So about you thought, oh, so you thought about so me funny. masturbating over the weekend? Yes, I thought about that. I thought that was very interesting. That's like, what I'm talking about. I'm knees. glad I'm in your head. Like, <laughs> that is very weird. Do you still <laughs> masturbate on your knees, bro? Uh, no, I don't. Not you. I didn't know you did it in the first place. No, I do it standing up now. All right, well, we we have the audio. Are you standing up now? Oh, they got them knees right. That's what happened. No, you ain't I'm got old. them making the stallion knees I'm no old. I ain't got them knees like I used to. <laughs> <laughs> I well, get down there now, I'd be hurt. Well, I got that body, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Well, let's, let's, let's hear the audio. Why are your knees red? <laughs> Man, I was listening to Charlemagne, and he said, every time you jerk off, you're supposed to go on your knees. Y'all not going to need shame me. I believe that I'm not the only person out here. Oh my knees. God, Look, man. We're going to find out. We are going to find out. Please have them tweet you. You're going to get one tweet. Open the door. Let me ask these guys out No here. one's going to answer open, open, you. Everybody, drum, you never <laughs> stuff on your knees? Hell no. God <laughs> damn. Neither you, Dan? <laughs> Nobody Nick? in here. Let me ask Wax. I got to ask Wax. You never stuff on your knees? Now, I don't know if Charlamagne's going to let me tell this story, but I tell this story. All the time. So when I used to sleep up here, I used nah, to Nah, we don't need to tell that story. There's no need. <laughs> there used to be an air mattress There's no there need to, to tell that story. On. That story has nothing to do with so, nothing. So one day I, I went to sleep on it and I seen a stain. I said, oh man, somebody spilled coffee on here. It was doo-doo. So I touched it. <laughs> I touched it. I was like, damn, somebody spilled coffee on it. So I, now Charlemagne was the cheapest in Nebraska. He's still cheap. But Charlemagne was like, yo, I'll buy you a new air mattress. I'm like, wow, you're so cheap. And I was like, what, what happened? So what I found out that it wasn't coffee, it was blood. Ugh. And I'll just leave it at that. There's a guy named Elvis Duran, the Godfather, <laughs> and I love Elvis Duran. I love him. I I genuinely love Elvis Duran. Uh, on our second week, I don't know what when it was. Maybe it was our second week here, third week. Elvis took us on a roof and we went out for drinks. This is Fat Elvis talking about. Yeah, yeah. Elvis Elvis said to us, you know, if you wake up in the morning and there's no blood on the pillow. You didn't have a good time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Needless to say, I had a great time that night. I, I, I'm, uh, I just know? feel I feel for your butt of his, either or. But anyway. <laughs> it had nothing to do with butt, sir. Oh, all right. right. How did Elvis get involved in this? I don't know. How did Elvis get involved in this? I'm just trying to make it. it, All week long, we're going to be celebrating our 10-year anniversary. If you're looking for ye, we are too. And and for the record, you know, um, by the the past 10 years of The Breakfast Club have all been documented. Yes. Okay, we've been videotaping. Yes. 
things in front of the scenes, behind the scenes, and we had we had a whole plan to release a Breakfast Club exactly. documentary. Yep. But it got put on hold because my contract is up this month. And um, I guess they don't want to invest in it if they don't think I'm going to be here or not. No, I thought they could probably put on hold because of COVID. No, it wasn't because of COVID. Because we don't need to be nowhere to shoot. We got everything documented. Oh, I thought nah, you got to do interviews and all that. No, nah, it's, because, it's because my contract was up. No, oh, but you resigned. You don't know that. Yes, I do. You don't know that. Yes, I do. You don't know that. I do. You don't. But I you will. That, I know everything that goes up around in you. Well... Oh. Envy, I don't know if, if you want to find out like this. But, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know if you want to find out like this. We'll discuss. Shut up. <laughs> this guy's a liar. Right. When we come back, we got rumors on the way. <laughs> Breakfast Love, good morning. Hey, what's up, your man Carlos Miller, and I want to say congratulations to the Breakfast Club for making their 10-year anniversary. The Breakfast Club. Bloody bottoms. Hey, hey, hey. What is bloody bottoms? Christian Louboutin shoes, the blood bottoms, the red bottoms. Oh, I don't even want to tell you what I thought what you were talking about. Yo. Don't even worry about yeah. it. Oh, my God. Listen, what is listen I want to say happy born day to uh, Nina Turner. Drop on the clues bomb for mm-hmm. Nina Turner. Um, that's that's one of my leaders. I'm so happy that Nina Turner exists. Make sure y'all subscribe to the Hello Somebody podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. Available everywhere you listen to podcasts. That's Nina Turner's podcast. So happy born day, Queen. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk a little baby. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Now, happy belated birthday to little baby. We did an interview actually on his birthday last week, and the audio was trash. Uh, we were able to pull some things out of it, like we talked to him about uh, losing all, the, all this money during pandemic time. I know you had a lot of back end that you didn't pick up this year. So how much money you think you lost this year not being able to be on the road? Since I started rapping, I've been two, three times a week. I only did one show this year, so... It's the end of the year. How, how much does little baby get for a show now? Can I, if I'm a regular club promoter, can I afford the book, baby? Nope. Four hundred thousand. God damn. Yeah, you ain't no, you ain't coming to none of my nightclub. <laughs> damn, that's forty million. Around the tour, that's forty shows at one time. Right. You know what I'm yeah. yeah. God bless little baby. He mm-hmm. earned it. I tell you one thing. That's one of the reasons I hate Zoom interviews. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait till they get this damn vaccine popping in these streets. I promise you, man. Once uh, things get Back to whatever you call normal. No, uh-huh. We're gonna have breakfast up here for y'all. That's a goddamn lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. At least cereal. You're a liar. At least you always been a liar. <laughs> at least cereal or something. Uh-huh. Okay, bring your own milk though. All right. Now, also, he uh, talks about some of endorsements. He did uh, a new endorsement with Magnum. He partnered up with uh, Magnum and he did a verse for them. I guess they mad cause I got what I got But I be laughing Even though I ain't have much, I had a bad one Soon as you don't do what they say, they try and bash you She already know how I play, just bring them at Every car I got till I die, gon' be the fabric I knew I was gon' get rich in the classroom Designer garments come from Paris I ain't keepin' score, but I know I passed them Make love to her with a passion Feelings in the air and I grab one I always keep a goal on If it's right with my fashion I'm not fearing no one I put that on both sides I done done so much for them If I cut them off, then what? Situation get real tough But I ain't never gonna give up I ain't never took it off for But I still found real love Hey man, salute to Magnum. I don't. I guess this was a Magnum promo that I didn't know anything about. But salute I, to Magnum I, condoms. I get. I, I guess so. Just know that gold wrapper not fooling nobody, fellas. Don't play yourself, okay? If you can't fill it out, don't do it. What did Remy Ma say? Nothing I can't stand worse than a baggy Magnum or something like that. 
That's what you can't stand words. <laughs> man, shut up, man. I'm just right. saying, don't play yourself. That gold wrapper don't scare nobody. It's what you put inside of it. You don't have much to put inside of it. <laughs> okay, Leave girl. the magnums alone, okay? okay? Girl. Don't go chasing magnums. Stick to the lifestyles and the directions that you're used to. Okay, girl. <laughs> you tell them. All right. Now, uh, shout to Jeremiah. He is out the hospital. He's been released from the hospital. You reported that last week. Recovering. Not that he was out home. We just got a home this weekend. Same difference. You no, said that not. he was fine and he was out the hospital. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said I he's out he would go home. the hospital now. He's doing well. All right. Now, also, Boosie Badass, he wants to sue uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Now, this is because he says he's lost a lot of money because he's been banned from Instagram. He made some of my business ventures go down, so I'm suing now. I'm, I'm filing a lawsuit against him now. And I uh, got over 200,000 people uh, writing statements who have done way worse things than I put on my Instagram. Their Instagram has been given to them, taken back and given to them over and over. This is my first time my Instagram ever been taken from me. Boosie, you'll never win that lawsuit. Yeah, you don't own it. He Num owns it. Number one, you don't have the money to fight them in court. Uh, two, they have violations and guidelines that they feel you violated repeatedly. And three, exactly what you just said, you don't own Instagram. Mm -mm. And, you know, they can make the policies. They can make the rules. If they feel like you violated them, they can take you off. Mm -hmm. That's what happens when you're on the white people's platform. All Can't right. even be mad at them. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Ye, um, we can't find a, her audio technical difficulties. <laughs> it's all over the place. So... We'll try to get it working uh, again later on. Now, when we come back, we That's got the people's lie. choice. <laughs> later on. You're a liar. You've always been a liar. The show, ends the an show hour. is over. No, it's not. It ends right? an hour. Why are you still lying to people after 10 years? Let me tell you what happens when we close this break. We record the rest of the hour. Okay, it's a donkey that they replay at 930. Everything else you hear, we recorded at 9.05. You're a liar. You've Man, always you always been a liar. You're a liar, and you've always <laughs> been a liar. Thank All you. Right. I, and um, shout to the OWN Network again. Uh, they did uh, Behind Every Man. They did a show uh, based off the women in celebrities and people's lives. You just like, you just like the title. Let me tell you how I the title. <laughs> no, I just be wanting drums. I wish I ran the boards, because as soon as you said Behind Every Man, I'd hit a fart drop. Let's do it again. Come on, let's just try it. Let's just try it. Just, just for S's and giggles. Let's shout to OWN Network. Uh, they do a show called Behind Every Man. <laughs> I hate y'all. But anyway, the show was amazing. They highlight some amazing women. They did uh, Usher's mom. They did uh, Neo's wife. They did uh, Wyclef Jean's wife. They did Kirk Franklin's wife. And in the finale last night, they did Gia, my wife. Just talked about uh, everything, uh, how we met, how we grew up, you know, her standing by me, her supporting, and just uh, the woman's role in, in a man's life. And, and really, if it wasn't for those women... Majority of us wouldn't be here. So she, we would not be here. Absolutely. They have been the CEOs of our life since day one. I saw Gail King post about um Gia mm -hmm. and how lucky you are. Yeah, very lucky. I am very, I, very yeah, lucky and blessed. I don't know why the Casey's don't have a reality show by now. I feel like that's that's long past due. We've been offered a, a couple of them, but you know, the whole thing is we just want to make sure we control what goes out there. Like mm -hmm. you're not gonna have us, you know, flipping tables. Like we don't do that. We you know, we we post a lot of the stuff that we do is Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's ugly, but I it's think, our family. Right? I think it, that's, that, that, that's the move. And it'd be interesting to see them get mad at y'all every week for making decisions like, what bag, Birkin bag should we buy today? It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not all about that. It would be amazing it's to see y'all, them getting mad at you for only giving $20 <laughs> at the light for at a bottle light. of water. Nah, but it's, it, you know, it's a lot, and you know we deal with a lot. I got a 7-year-old, a 6-year-old, a 4-year-old this weekend. We were out shopping at American Girl, and I hate shopping out there in America girl we go through uh, my daughter going to college and everything going on with politics and this there's, there's so much going on my wife refuses to support american girl anymore why 
I don't know. My five-year-old was looking at the catalog this weekend, and she was like, no, because American Girl don't have black dolls, and the last black doll they had was a runaway slave. Melody. I think her name was Hattie. Hattie, they have Hattie. They yeah. have Melody. They have, uh, uh, they call it Just Like You doll, so you can actually design a doll that looks just like you. They have every complexion, every hairstyle, a bunch I of things. But this ain't American Girl uh, advertisement, so no, let's keep not. it moving, all right? <laughs> Mix is up next. It's the Breakfast Club. Magnum advertisement. <laughs> Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, uh, we've been on this box for 10 years. This is our 10-year oh, anniversary. Oh, right. <laughs> what does everything make you giggle, yo? <laughs> we've been on the box for 10 years. I'm agreeing with you. My goodness. Yes, so... Um, All week long, we're going to be celebrating the Breakfast Club 10-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not just today. T- December 6th is actually our official date where that made it 10 years, but... All week long, we'll be talking about our favorite moments, discussing our favorite moments, playing back our favorite moments, all of that good stuff. Yeah, one of my favorite moments I think was that I thought was was kind of funny was uh, Beanie Siegel when Beanie Siegel was up here threatening you, or Fred Drove from Onyx when he was threatening you, or even Nelly when Nelly first came up here. By the way, out of all of those people you just named, the only person I even remotely thought I would have a problem with is Nelly. Why? Because, first of all, Nelly is super athletic, Nelly is in shape, and I know that language. Like, all that rah-rah, the yelling and cursing, and you you the P-word, and you the B-word, all that, that don't scare me. But when somebody is nice and calm, and they say to you, hey, man, I keep retainers with guys like you, cuz. <laughs> I understand that language. You, you know what I'm saying? Language. Nelly is the only one who actually made me feel like, all right, I might have to fight this guy. Let me leave him alone. All right, well, let's... And Nelly got hands, by the way. Nelly definitely has hands. So let's let's play when Nelly came up here one of his first interviews. Now, when Here I Come, <laughs> the, the record with Rick Ross she did a while ago, yeah. there was a line on there that it seemed like at the time, I guess you and Irv Gotti were going through a little problems. Was that line going at Irv? I ain't never had no problem with Irv, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Irv ain't never saw me and said nothing out the ordinary or side of the neck or nothing like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We always say what's up and keep it moving. Never no pound and then a whisper in the ear, you got a good girl. You <laughs> care. Nah, I, 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 I don't think he said that, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I don't know, champ. You know, if, if it's something you trying to get to, just get to it. You know, it's like I said, we retain us, bro. Just say what you mean, mean what you say. No, I don't want to, I don't, okay. I don't know. I was just on World Star last week. I got yeah, you. Yeah, I don't want no problem. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time to get up out of here. Uh, let me just shout out to my New York Giants. Uh, they're number one in the division. Uh, they look pretty good. They beat the Seattle Seahawks last night. And that's about it, man. You know, I think I think the Giants are going to win it this year, man. They were definitely going to win the chip. Huh? Win what? Super Bowl. Man, please. Please what? You don't believe that. They, they just beat the Seattle Seahawks, and people say that, 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 that they believe the Seahawks can win. Man, stop. What? Knock it off. What are you talking about? The, the Giants would be lucky if they win the NFC East. And the we way it's looking right now, when it's looking, the way it's looking right now, yes, you can win the NFC East with a seven and something record. They'll probably end up, they'll probably end up winning about six games on the season. Okay, I'm good with that. But we're gonna win that World Series, mean that uh, Super Bowl. Well, you're not. Not. Well, leave us on a positive note. The positive note is simply this, man. Um, plot twist. I posted this yesterday on Instagram, too, by the way. 2020 has actually been the best year of your life. I know you don't feel like that now, but you've faced challenge after challenge. You've adapted and you've overcome. 2020 has forced you to grow tremendously. Don't take that for granted. Breakfast Club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done?